Welcome, one and all, to the Die by the Dice podcast. This is a weekly fantasy adventure podcast being told in order. So if you're just joining us for the first time, first, welcome. But second, you might want to catch up a little bit. So all the episodes will be wherever you found this one. Check them out. We'll be here when you get back. When we last left our heroes, having activated the machine beneath the old city, our heroes were given a series of visions that displaced and disoriented them. They found a room in the chamber beyond with a chest full of coins within and a secret chest with items that seemed suspiciously targeted to our heroes' personalities. They took their booty and went back to the surface to find that time seems to have stopped, only to suddenly jump ahead. As they attempted to move forward stealing the necklace, while things were frozen, using the advantage of their situation, they saw two frightening things. The first, a twelve-foot-tall clockwork man wielding an enormous greatsword, and the second, a large beast moving through the fringes of their vision down adjacent alleyways. As they approached the wellspring and hopefully their quarry, Farron noticed movement behind them, turning around, saw the ravening beast charging at them. Getting your first good look at the creature, far too many legs go down its long, somewhat serpentine body, uh, a bifurcated jaw and a series of tendrils uh, hang off its back, uh, eyes seemingly slapdash across its face. No roars, but its jaws open wide to devour you, ropes of saliva hanging down from them. And just as it's about to make impact, uh, you fall to the ground, and all of you hear a deafening roar, and the, the light level drops rapidly from the bright of midday to the twilight of dusk. The guard, a different guard, in fact, the one you were standing in front of moments ago, uh, is very startled as Farron falls to the ground uh, in panic, and the rest of you sort of gaze around disorientedly. There's a, a twinge of deja vu as uh, he tries to bobble his halberd and says, Where'd you come from? Uh, Eric's first reaction, shield his face with his hood and cheeses it out into the crowd. Hey! <laughs> Alright, you lot, get out of here. No, no magic this close to the wellspring. Our mistake, sir. Uh, sorry, we'll, as I climb up... Uh, I'll help him up. Yeah, much appreciated. <laughs> And we'll walk away casually. Yeah, as casually as you can, anyway. Um, quick thing, should we shut this? Because that's definitely getting Oh, yeah, that's only getting picked up. All right, please pardon our neighbor's dog. We're going to fix this audio issue, and we'll be right. There we go. That's definitely still going to get picked up, but that's all right. <laughs> all right, well. <laughs> all right, neighbor's dog wants Some to be a guest star. starring? <laughs> Somewhere in town, a yappy dog. <laughs> At the end of the session, I do want to, I have treasure notes that we didn't address that I want to discuss with you. Oh, do tell. From last time? Yes. Oh, um. Why don't we, we'll as I said, at the end. Yeah. At the end. Or when we regroup in the, the tavern. Yes. Okay. We have way more equipment than I remember this happening. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Baron says, well, we should, we should, we should take stock. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Time seems to be flowing normally again. Uh, you can see people moving about. The the light begins to fade as uh, as night uh, comes in. Uh, you can see the stars begin to come out above you. Now there's a a, a cooling breeze uh, blowing through the streets of shade. Hmm. So we go to Aaron's room. Yeah, we'll head back to the back to the end. Okay. Well, I I figured we'd be meeting at the end at the very least, mm -hmm. since I cheesed it out in the crowd. So I'll meet them back there. Though when we get back, I'm assuming I'd probably arrive ahead of them. I don't know if I know how long we've been gone. Okay. Uh, it seems like you've been gone uh, about three days or so. Okay. Beneath the... So it's not like two months fast forwarded on us? Yeah. No, it doesn't seem like it. That's that's about what I would have expected, given how long 
It was, but yeah, we came yeah, unstuck it could in have time. Been. Who knows? Yeah, I, I wanted to see how far that effect went. Okay. The the bardess Kira seems to be giving her farewell performance by all accounts. This will be her last night in town, and there's sort of a a mournful uh, note to her her flute playing. As I'm waiting on them to come back into the the bar, I just mm-hmm. kind of periodically randomly poke some of the patrons to see if like time shifts or anything. Like with your hand or with your mage hand? Both. Okay. <laughs> First one and the other. Uh, I, I don't do anything violent. I'm not throwing rocks at anybody this time. But like, so oh, sorry, I don't. Sorry, there's someone else. Yeah. Yeah, you get a few like, hey, what are you, what are you doing? What are you poking me for? <laughs> or like, oh, what's going on? Here? <laughs> uh, but generally, uh, things seem to be acting normally, as normal as someone would when a stranger pokes you for no reason. <laughs> An experiment. Science. <laughs> you have to write it down for it to be science. Mm. Okay, regrouping in Farron's room. Uh, you take stock of your situation and plunderings. So, what are the what's the gear you forgot about? Okay, so according to my list, we have a suit of ringmail, two heavy maces, three short swords, two crossbows, thirty bolts, twenty-one gold, eight silver pieces, a rectangular silver cup with two prongs on one side. Carved bone statuette, which is a large femur scrimshawed into a large jagged tooth grin. A glass eye inset into an amulet. Four iron keys. One obsidian, three tiger's eyes. A hundred platinum and five hundred gold. I am so glad you were writing this shit down. <laughs> I was looking at this. I'm like, we haven't discussed this in a while, and, and it's totally on my list of I stuff like that we have. I like we've just been lugging an armory. <laughs> Excuse me. I have been lugging an armory. <laughs> 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 It's a rectangular clip, not cup. You know what? Sorry, I misread that. It does say clip in my notes. I, re- I misread it as cup. Okay. Nope, that's totally fine. The Random dyslexic moment. This cup defies all logic. It has prongs. <laughs> Sorry. Clip. That is but, a lot of stuff. I didn't remember half of that stuff. Uh, it's also, been the short swords and the heavy mace. One of the heavy maces are in a pretty poor state of repair. Uh, so it's unlikely to be able to sell them for any mm. anything of value. They're still okay enough to fight with. Like, you're not mm. going to take any penalty for them. Yeah. But no merchant's really going to be yeah. lining up to... Serviceable, take a beat but not. Beat up ass yeah. sword, yeah. Okay. That said, we are still lugging around a goddamn armory <laughs> on top of a chest with a buttload of gold <laughs> in it. Like, that shit's going to be heavy, too. Yes, yes, it's been a... Drock agrees, it's been fucking heavy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, get the half-orc to do your carry. <laughs> Party pack horse here. Well, if we're just divvying some of this stuff, says Barn, uh, I'll take one of these swords just to keep with me. Sort of ties it to his, his waist. Yeah, he's proved he can yeah. carry his weight a little bit, yeah. All right. Well, I think the next thing we need to do is get Barn's debt cleared. Oh, yeah. We just went on this whole thing to get the money, so let's deal with it. But Barn, do you, we need to find out what's going on with time. Do you know anyone who is like, <laughs> Whoa, know, let's, a, one thing at a time? Yeah, <laughs> let's divvy up the loot. Then we'll talk about time and <laughs> okay priorities. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll make arrangements with uh, Raheem tonight, and we should be able to pay it off by tomorrow. As far as you know, weird, the weird stuff that's been going on, um, I don't know if it's 
time or hallucinations from sewer exposures, but uh, I've tripped out before. I've never tripped out like that. Okay, well, um, I'll go with your your guts on this one. There's a if someone would know something about weird stuff like this, uh, you want to find Madsa Shai. Uh, she kind of lives in a tower towards the the center of town. Oh, good. Our authority on this is somebody called Mad Sashai. Should we not call her Mad Sashai? I, I wouldn't to her face. Okay. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's good to know. Some some people like those kind of nicknames and live up to them occasionally. Some, it's not something you call pleasant. Well, she right. certainly lives up to it, but I'm not sure she'd <laughs> like it that much. All right. So go make your meeting. After we've gotten your debt paid off, uh, we can go look into talking to Mad Sashai. So. Real quick, just as we're on the subject, uh, there's about 300 gold, give or take, surplus. Now, you all got cool magical items, uh, a horn, some gloves, a plate, and your fancy cape. So, I didn't get any magic items. I feel the, the gold should be my, my magical item there. Well, you have a point. We did just undertake a dangerous quest to clear your gambling debt. I think splitting up five ways would be fair. Well, uh, uh, on top of that, I have another suggestion. Uh, we seem to work fairly well as a team. We are going to be having to set up shop here. So on top of splitting it five ways, we need to find a home, home base. Uh, especially now that you're uh, armed, you could be of help in holding down the fort while we're gone as a partner. Uh, but just keeping an eye on things, and we are keeping an eye on each other, yeah. keeping each other, working to keep each of each other out of business or out of trouble. I like okay. the sound of that. Okay. So once we find a my my hovel, if it's not already taken, isn't really going to sleep five very well. So we'll have to find some new digs. But uh, I don't mind keeping the keeping the fort down uh, now and again. All right. But. I'm gonna need if you're if further adventurings are gonna be happening. I would like a little cut, because uh, I'm doing my part keeping all your gear, you know, safe and sound. Seems fair. Seems fair. Yeah, uh, I guess that's reasonable. All right, so you go uh, get the meeting set up with Harim. Uh, Hafaz Rahim. Rahim. You just said it like two minutes ago. And I already yeah. messed it up. Um, Rahim. Uh, me and uh, Drock will go speak with Matt Shashai, since they were probably the best suited for such a mm-hmm. conversation. Which means if you guys want to go do some... Some house hunting. House hunting, property <laughs> shopping. In this most Wait. wonderful of places. We need a shade real estate agent. The buyer's market. <laughs> what you need is a pair of twins. One of who will try to renovate the house you have presently. <laughs> the other will try to sell you on a new one. <laughs> Alright, so that's our plan for the, the next day? If you can find something that has a throne, uh, that's just preference. Well, I mean, that's a given. Is it, right? it going to be made of iron? No, eh. skulls. Yeah. Skulls. <laughs> what <is> iron skulls? <laughs> well, mm. then, yeah, oh, it is. See that? We'll meet, we'll meet in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I guess we'll rest for the night, and then in the morning, I want the gold to still... I don't want to leave the gold here. Can we hide it? I might just carry it. 
Or, or just carry it. Don't you have access to a whole bunch of, like, hidey holes and all that from your... Do we want to ch- trust the gold with her new gang? If I put it in a little hidey hole, it's free to take by the gang. They oh, think is... it's a tribute. Is that what the rule is? Okay. Yeah, let's not yeah, tribute. Let's not do that. I don't think it's part of my dues. Just... Everything I just said, let's skip that <laughs> and let's not do that. Okay, I guess Drock will carry it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Drock. <laughs> um, at this point, maybe a divvying it up just to hang on to uh, would be a little bit, a little more circumspect, uh, rather than carrying a chest through the streets of shade. Yeah, yeah I have Indeed. my capabilities with that. Um, I like that idea. Since you're going to see Raheem, I don't think you should take any with you, just to be safe. No, fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll divvy up between the four of us since we're not going into the uh, lion's den. That way they don't, you know, do some kind of tax on you and not actually count it towards your total. So we'll divvy it up between the four of us, each carrying a portion, and then we'll meet back here tonight uh, to go over what we find. Sure. Sound good? Got a question? What about that extra gold that we got and platinum? That's all. That's all. Us, isn't it? Well, yes. <laughs> the platinum is part of the fifteen hundred oh, gold. Okay. It's a hundred platinum. Oh, okay. okay, so that's uh, that's what the division was. Yeah, and then the other gold was from the fight, so I think it's like thirty, and he's not cashing in on that part. So that's that's mm. player money. Yeah. Okay, so especially okay, it's a hundred platinum. That's significantly easier to actually divvy up. Mm-hmm. We're only divvying up six hundred coins. All right, so yeah, we'll di- divvy up the six hundred coins. We can do the selling of the armor, and if you guys want to try to sell off any of the other stuff we have, we I can do it. Like you guys keys, can do it. Please. Oh, yeah. Thank you for the keys. Those have got to be good for something. They go to something. All right, so I guess uh, Drock and I... Sorry, quick question. How many keys were there? Three? Four. Four. Thank you. So I guess at some point during Drock and I's next day, we'll try to sell off the other stuff. All right, if you guys are going to do a sell on, make a persuasion check. Oh, that looks good. We did roll well. Um, 24. 24? All right, great. Uh, so you'll sell your sellable goods, uh, which, at the very least, include the ringmail, one of the heavy maces. The bolts are still fine, um, and if you want to sell the clip or statuettes, uh, you can, or the gems, or if you'd rather just hang on to the gems. Well, that's at least it's fair how much the gems are worth because. Kind of like a thing we've addressed in other games. It's a more transportable form of wealth. Mm. Is it a heavy? Because I actually wouldn't mind a crossbow. Is it like heavy crossbow or what type of regular crossbow? Yeah, uh, yeah. medium. Oh, a heavy one. Um, yeah, we'll sell the crossbows. We'll sell the mace, the ringmail. I mean, especially as we have no place to live right now, I've got no interest in. Whole... Actually, we figure those things are aren't magical, right? Before we sell them, did we figure that yeah. out? I don't think we ever really examined them. And we never really checked. Do we detect magic? I'll I can't. Check? Before we go. Yeah, before we sell them, let's detect magic on them. Yeah. Especially, like, I'm looking at that amulet going, that might be magical. Uh, Alright, the heavy mace is not magical. Neither, none of the weapons are magical. Yeah, I'm more concerned with, like, the amulet. The ring mail is not magical. The sparkling clip is mundane. Okay. The keys are all mundane save one. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, one has a faint transmutation in it. Okay. And upon close inspection, um, the ring 
where it attaches to the like the hook where it attaches to the keyring, um, is vaguely in the shape of a skull. Ooh. A skeleton key. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You are throwing them. You have iron skulls. We had a throne of a dragon skull in one game, didn't we? Uh, we had a skull. We had a skull throne. Yeah, it was certainly a skull throne. Yeah, of course we had a skull throne. Was there a blood god sitting on it? So, right. yep. One magical key. The obsidian was not magical. Mm. None of the tiger eyes are magical. What about the snuff box I have? Is that a thing? I don't know. It's not on my current no, list. No, no, no. It's a snuff box. Uh, however, the carved bone statuette is magical. Mm. Right. Mm. What do we got there? Actually, make an arcana check to determine mm. its. Color's gonna treat me well today. We're gonna try red. Red, oh. red shit. Red, you have betrayed me. Retire red. Yep. Uh, just for those who were curious, that was an arcana check of two. Ooh, okay. <laughs> to be fair, you are a priest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you aren't able to analyze the Dwemer. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> uh, however, um, it seems like it uh, channels and augments magical power. Yeah, that could still be useful. Do you say that? I was like, eh, it doesn't do anything. I like it. <laughs> As I slide it into the non-existent pocket in my chain armor. <laughs> yeah, make a bluff check. <laughs> yeah. I can pull that type of shit. Not you. Yes, I know, dog. It is very upsetting that I couldn't discern what that magic was. There are any? No, there aren't any no dog rules in shade. <laughs> If you manage to haul your yappy mutt out of <laughs> the, the fucking middle of the desert, then is there an more power no, to you. Is there an oasis area at all in the shade? Or? shade? No. The wellspring. Yeah, because it's closest yeah, to it. I guess that's yeah. it. All right. Um, all right, so the, was the, the amulet, that wasn't magical, or was it? No, nope. amulet is not magical. Okay. So I can't remember if that came up in the list. It's just all shiny. Right. So, oh, sorry. I, with the persuasion check, uh, mundane sellables you want to sell... The obsidian and the tiger. The obsidian is worth ten gold. The tiger eyes are worth twenty-five. All told, uh, each so seventy-five total. Oh, um, nice. The clip you make. Does anyone have like any jeweler skills or anything mm, like that? It depends because it's whatever has been rolled into. No, yeah. it'd be like if you have a proficiency in like or yeah. a or background sort of in that. Yeah, area. I'm a wanderer. So I mean, no. if I did, it would be purely bait, like. An argument could be made with my guy breaking into people's houses that he might be able to have some proficiency in that. Oh, that would make uh, intelligence checks. Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> okay. Uh, you wager the clip is probably worth uh, between fifty and a hundred gold because of its sparkliness and kind of semi-precious metals. All right. Um, with the rolls you got for um, persuasion, you can sell the stuff, the sellable stuff at market for seventy-five percent of retail. So go ahead and sell the ring mail and the mace if you want to, and the obsidian and tiger eyes. Uh, and in this case, for retail, for the sell, it would be based on the 50 gold for the, uh, the clip if you were inclined to sell it. Anybody want the clip, or do we want to just sell it and take the money? Sell it and take the money. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say go ahead and sell it. I'm not high enough level. I'm like, oh, I'll just keep something because it's cool. And yeah, I need gold. <laughs> <laughs> I, need good, I need better equipment. Um, we are literally homeless at the moment, so yes. <laughs> so, so once we have the home situation figured out, I do actually agree with Joe's assessment. I do think we, if he can identify spells, I think we should make that, or spells, sorry, items, I think we should make that a thing. 
So we're less guessing in the dark when we find magical stuff what it does. Actually not a bad idea. Yeah, it would be very useful. So, uh, yeah, I would say put that on our list right after getting a house. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we all just kick in 25 gold and buy a $100 diamond. This is reasonable, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, sometimes yeah. they're burned. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> cool, guys. I learned that one with yeah. the magic circle. I'm like, this spell looks awesome. <laughs> Holy crap. It <laughs> consumes a thousand gold worth of diamonds. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Like raising the dead. My mm. thousand dollars, my thousand GP a day have it. <laughs> magic <laughs> circle. <laughs> one of the older versions, you have to smash up a pearl and drink it. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Identify magic items. There's not enough spells that require blood sacrifice. They should really add that into the flavor. What was it? The disintegrate spell used to cost a lodestone, which was an incredibly expensive item <laughs> to use. But that one also actually disintegrated people. So, I mean... Get what you pay for. It, it was an auto-death spell. <laughs> Enjoy Saber Die Town. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the following morning, as Drock and... Eric's head out towards Mad Sashai's tower. Farron and Kiaren head down to speak with... Uh, oh, what was his name? Gim something. The bartender. The daytime yep. bartender. Gimshaw? Mm-hmm. No. Scrimshaw. <laughs> Gimli. No. <laughs> Wrong again. Wrong fiction. No. Wrong. Huber. Uh, Auburn. Or Deshaun. No, Gimgil. Gimgil Farwander. That's the one. He was not even on my list of people. <laughs> Our notes are useless, Tom. No, it's okay. They're super, they're super valuable. Keep doing it. <laughs> Please do. None of us you are the only one keeping them, so... I wouldn't... We're not gonna... I might... How much time I... I don't understand my own notes, so I can't be the note taker. worth because I didn't get that written down. Uh, 50 to 100, you'd, you, know, you would wager? But that was the clip. Get what amulet? There was a glass eye inset into amulet. That's not magical. Oh, what's not... That? You said that wasn't magical. Oh, I thought I was going to do things confused. I don't have a... Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. no, that one. Okay. Uh, that was the thing that made me go, hey, these might be magical. Yeah. <laughs> what did I scribble at? We took that from... Who did we take that from? Did you take that from the stone? That was totally somewhere. No, you smashed that because it was a... It was the holy symbol, It was symbol, the holy right? symbol of groups. That's yeah. what I thought. Okay. Yeah, it got it, smashed. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, right. that was enemy cleric. It's simply on the list of stuff. <laughs> I think I... No, I smashed it. Because, I will... Uh, because I will reasons. now cross it out. <laughs> I remembered that. I was like, was that a good thing to do? I'm like, okay, so I will take care of the stuff. Excellent. Okay. I will carry this stuff in my mind. In the imaginary world. So. <laughs> we are going to talk to the bartender. Yes, folks. What is it? It's not. So. So, well, folks, what can I do for you this fine morning? Uh, well, we're looking, you know, not that we don't enjoy our, our time in your fine establishment, but uh, we're we're looking for a place for a little bit more permanent lodging, if you know what I mean. I understand. So you'd like a recommendation, perhaps? Uh, nobody knows a town like a bartender, so... That's true. But the trick with being a bartender is you keep your ears open and your mouth closed, and that makes sure your throat stays closed. <laughs> fair point, fair point. Also, you're basically asking me to compete against myself. <laughs> Be inclined if the price is right. I'll uh, slide a few gold pieces onto the onto the counter. It looks like you're a little more expectant. He said, "I said if the price is right, come on." I said a few, so that's what three gold. Yeah. I'll put like five on the table. All right. Well, it might not be the easiest pickup, but it certainly was easier than it was a week ago. There's a group of toughs called the Crimson Grin. Apparently some of their number went 
afoul of something in the old city. And uh, they're down to uh, just a handful of men. Crimson Grin. What, uh, what are they like? Well, uh, they've got a pretty nasty reputation. And you'll know them by the bandanas they wear. Hmm. Red teeth, right? Yeah, the same. Uh, sounds about right. Ooh. Sounds a certain familiarity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> More justified. Oh. <laughs> so, what uh, what would be the price, quote unquote, for a place like that? Uh, you'd have to negotiate with the current residents. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Where is it located? It's a northwest section of Shade. Nice little, de- uh, well, defensible spot. Mm-hmm. Or at least, so the previous owners thought. Mm-hmm. So the grin showed up. But better than most places here in town. Good to know. Thank you, Barkeep. Good view. Good school district. <laughs> <you know. laughs> Walkable to everything. <laughs> Are there a lot of blue dots in shade? <laughs> <laughs> or is it all blue dots? Is that a Megan's Law thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not as many as you'd expect, but more than you'd like. <laughs> That's the Isn't that always the case? <laughs> okay. All right. Should we scout it out, or would that give away our hand? Uh, So they might already have a certain familiarity with us, too. So That's true. We should probably keep our distance. Well, that depends on if we left... Witnesses. I don't remember if we did. <laughs> I think we killed everybody. I think we did too. I think we might have. I don't remember though. Yeah, but maybe. there might have been one that ran. There might have been one that ran away. I can't remember. I'm not here to tell you that though. So. Yes, that's true. Didn't uh, like Slenderman show up and somebody booked it? Did they? So we have no excuse for not remembering this. It's literally it's recorded literally every recorded. time. <laughs> the stranger, the stranger showing up was after the fight. After the fight. Okay. okay. I think we either killed everyone or tied them up and left them for Slenderman. I believe you killed everybody. I think we did. I can't remember leaving survivors. Because even, like, Enemy Cleric or whatever was one of them too, wasn't he? No, that was a different group. Uh, the, or was that one? I don't remember. The, the Orcish Cleric uh, did not have the markings of the Crimson Grin, nor okay. did the guy who you... the ex, nor, was the, nor did the slaver who you fought with prior to going to the Old City. Okay. So the, it's just different the rest of the people that you fought that night uh, all had crimson uh, red bandanas with the teeth, mm-hmm. except for the spellcaster that Eric's fought with, who actually had a like an ear-to-ear tattoo of a big, kind of sharp-tooth grin Ooh. Uh, on his face. Gnarly. All right. Well, we killed them all, so they don't know okay. about us. Yeah, they may not uh, may not know anything about us. We probably should still at least try to. Lay low a little bit. Yeah. Considering <laughs> the weirdness going on in town. Stealth is not my forte. Exactly. So. I'm trying to be delicate, but... Yeah, no. No. I'm not taking you, Uncle. Uh-uh. Alright, meanwhile, as the House Hunters International, inter- Interplanner, mm-hmm. are uh, looking for a nice little two-story uh, two brownstone in shade... With a balcony and a sunroof. <laughs> and a carport. Uh, <laughs> Eric's and Drock seek out the Tower of Mad Sashai. And find it without too much difficulty. There aren't a lot of towers in Shade. 
uh, made up of the same gray cobblestones uh, that the seem to have been broken down from old city structures. It stands a bit uneven, un uneven, a little bit kind of listy as it as it goes upward. Uh, a wooden door, uh, a bit of a rarity in the city, from what you can see, uh, blocks the the ground floor entrance, and there are no windows until the second floor. The door has a serpentine handle uh, with the head of the snake being the, the lever to open the door and a, a snake biting its own tail and a robberos on the as a knocker. Mm. A knocker shoe knock. I don't know who would be I don't know who would be better for talking to the snake. Well we're both kind of scary looking and she sounds equally scary. I say you knock. Okay. I don't quite get the logic but you usually know better about these things. I do. Trust All me. Right. <laughs> so I knock confidently on the door. Alright. As the uh, the knocker strikes the third time, the snake lets go of its own tail, mm -hmm. uh, and the small brass serpent winds its way up your arm uh, before returning to inert metal, uh, holding you in place. See, that's why I had you knock. Drock actually gives a very surprised and somewhat more feminine. He was like, ah! <laughs> so, <laughs> like, oh, wait a second. Hey, there's a, there's a yell from the second floor. Who's screaming out there? Oh no! Yeah. I'm not expecting anybody. His name's Drock. <laughs> uh, Drock, we're here because magic stuff happened. And we broke time, and we have questions that need answering. Drock wants to find a book depository. <laughs> My tomes are not for lending. If you have questions, seek elsewhere. I do not have time to waste on such frivolity. What if we made it worth your time? Yeah, we, we could give you gold or like a favor or something. Go get a depository. Whatever will get this thing off my hand too. I'm all for that. A boon, you offer, and so it is accepted. There's a... Nothing could possibly go wrong with this. <laughs> the The snake... Unwinds from your arm and goes back to biting its own brass tail before becoming inert again. The the head of the handle uh, depresses itself and the door creaks open. Uh, inside you see a gloomy uh, antechamber with a essentially a kind of a, a rough winding ramp that rounds up the the side of the roughly circular tower. Do we come up or are you coming down? Patience, I'm coming. And uh, I didn't want to make her kind of a, if she didn't need to. There's sort of a swooshing sound. There's kind of like a musky odor from inside. And a, a creature comes down uh, that appears humanoid and feminine from the, the waist up, albeit completely hairless and covered in scales. Uh, she has a snake-like head, um, kind of diamond-shaped, and on the, on the flatter side. Uh, and a kind of loose-fitting tunic draped over her her torso. Um, but where her waist and, or starts, there's a, a long, thick snake-tail trunk that extends about 10 feet to the ground and behind her. Uh, she has kind of the coloring, the pale dust coloring of a desert viper as she comes down. Uh, arcana or nature checks would be appropriate to discern the type of creature this is. And you both have an advantage on it. I rolled a 20. 
Okay, well, don't. <laughs> well, let me see. Put a rose on your nose. I rolled an 18. An 18, okay. So. Yeah, it's the same. It's 23 either way. Okay, you both recognize uh, the creature as a Yuan Ti, a Experiment. race of creatures that were, once, that were once human but forsook their humanity for arcane power and gained this uh, reptilian form. Uh, they're well known for cruelty as well as uh, their love of magical secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you want tea? Thanks for everything, Julie Newbar. <laughs> it's too long, boo. I know. <laughs> okay. Um, she slithers down and uh, stands about equal height to both of you. Um, just about at her current sort of upwardness, about six feet or so. She sort of slithers around in between you, kind of seemingly kind of assessing and taking stock. Uh, at one point, she sort of grabs your hand by the wrist rock and kind of lifts it up, looking at your muscular. You sort of feel like a like a piece of meat being looked at by a butcher. I tried to avoid her snake boobs. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, awkwardly staring at her. <laughs> eyes up, eyes up. <laughs> she has them tastefully covered in the tunic, as I mentioned. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> There's still scaly cleavage, which is new to both of us. Yeah, no, it's not common. Yeah, so there's a, there's an appeal in many ways. <laughs> so tell me, what answers do you seek? Okay, yeah. so we recently went on a quest. We went to the outer area of shade, went down into the sewers, uh, following a mass, uh, mystical amulet. Along the way, we found this giant conglomeration of undead creatures. The amulet led us to other kind of like medallions that constantly changed its directions, which led us ultimately to a vault. Uh, the vault had this giant, crazy machine with spinning discs, and when we came out, time had stopped. Uh, the sun wasn't moving in the sky. Our trail didn't get covered up by wind. We got back to time. We got back to town. Sorry, and we could see that nobody was moving. We could uh, people were frozen in place. I attempted to test. What would happen if we interacted with them by throwing a rock at one of their heads, uh, which caused time to skip forward suddenly. We were heading towards the center of town to take care of some business when we saw what, as far as I can determine, was inevitable. Uh, granted, I can't say I'm an expert since I only really know about them from like children's stories, but it fit the description. Uh, it didn't seem to take any notice of us, uh, but it was just kind of hanging out in the middle of town. Uh, when we got to the center of the town to try to conclude our business, we encountered another creature, this giant, scaly, spiny thing. It jumped out and attacked us, and when that happened, we seemed to get knocked back into regular time. We have many concerns by the fact that we seem to be kind of detached from the flow of time, especially whether or not we are going to be returning to that detachment, and or what these things that are apparently wandering around town that nobody can see, uh, and what kind of danger that may pose, specifically to us. Describe the, the creature that attacked you. Uh, I go into a description because I think all I really have down in my notes is that it's like scorpion-like, spiny, many-legged. Yes. She slithers up the the ramp and bids you follow with a wave of her hand. I follow. I follow as well. She the the second floor, the middle tier of the tower, 
uh, seems to be a vast like library and scroll uh, with scroll racks going from ceiling to floor. You can see essentially like kind of uh, twisted ropes and fuck this. Eulish uh, <laughs> knotwork. What's up? Eulish knotwork. No, that's not what I was going for. But I know I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, there's many great scroll racks all about the second floor, covering every inch of wall. There, as well as piles of tomes and folios and um, little pamphlets, even stacked up on many of the available floor space and two tables that have been seated about. From the ceiling hang essentially kind of like shoe hangers. Um, little kind of nets, each full of other additional kind of scrolls and carry space. Um, several wisps of light sort of da dance about the room, um, somewhat nauseatingly as you kind of, as they cast shadows maddeningly around the, the outside. Huh. Um, Steady myself on draw. Okay. Serving as a, the, sole points, the sole points of illumination. Seems the windows have been shuttered at the moment. She slithers through the books, kind of nudging them aside with her tail as she moves through them uh, before kind of digging through a pile reverently but swiftly moving other things to the side she comes across a ancient piece of parchment she unfolds uh, on it you can see a like a charcoal rubbing uh, do either of you speak or read draconic um no i do speak infernal Okay, it's not infernal, it's draconic. Um, so it's a, you don't recognize the language there. Um, but you see a, a crude kind of pictographic drawing of something that doesn't look too dissimilar to the creature you saw. Many legs, long and lithe, the, the big tail and tentacles. That looks like it. What does this say? I kind of point at the script that either of us can read. This was from a... Cave dwelling where the lizard folk of the sands once dwelt. We've met them. They're nice people. Well, one of them. Well, we met. Ancient folk referred to this as a Utres Igoth, or in their tongue, devourer of the lost. By their myths, it dwelt in the spaces between and preyed upon things that were lost and forgotten. They are generally referred to as being small, subsisting on faded memories, missing socks, and the like. It eats my socks? Diabolical bastard. If one was as big as you describe, then it certainly had a diet beyond socks. The fucking Langolier. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought he did. <laughs> what if the inevitable actually saved us from the thing? Because that's the thing breaking time. Well, you know what? If the inevitable is on my side, all the better. I don't want to piss those things off. Now, as for your boon, there is a traitor named Vargas. What did, what did he do to you? What did he 
Like a merchant become or a traitor? traitor? Definitely the former. Oh. I view him as the latter. Oh. We had a bargain, a barter, and he reneged on his side of the deal. I would like you to, in my name, extract the vengeance upon him to make him know the price of crossing me. We could send a message. What's the price? I have taken an interest in the southern art of reading bones, but do not have a set myself. I'll need all the fingers from one of his hands. We can do that. Okay. <laughs> Eric just kind of looks like I don't I don't, don't even know how to interpret this right now. He just Okay. It draws them. Does the does the hand matter? Like right, left? I'm not sure what the mystical importance is in this situation. We're doing you a boon. I don't want to get it wrong. I, I appreciate your attention to detail. <laughs> It's it's clearly morally okay if it's his left hand. I mean, like right, whoa, the whoa, left whoa. hand path. No, Easy that's there, the bad Satan. hand. <laughs> left hand is the bad hand. It's the one you punish yourself with. <laughs> Maybe that's a little public information that you would it be easier just to cut. <laughs> would it be easier just to cut off his hand and give that hand to you? I have no interest in the palm. <laughs> what you do with that? <laughs> This is your business. <laughs> so, so, everyone's not joking. Does she not care which hand? I'm not sure if actually had an answer on that question. No. I have no interest in the ball. <laughs> Jackass. She looks at me dismissively like, dumbass. Care about the palm. Which hand does not matter? He may still be useful if you leave his dominant. Alright. Or if he gives you too much trouble, take it out of spite for all I care. Alright. Yes. We can do this. Then I shall look forward to seeing you again with the digits. I mean, grand scheme of things, lopping somebody's hand off, like... eh. Yeah, still... You're a relatively good person. That might not sit hyper well with you. I don't think there's any innocent in Shade. I think we can... I mean, yeah, to be fair, we did unleash a vampire. I was going to say, we already let a vampire loose. Like, what's a hand at that point? (laughs) But he seemed like a nice guy. He was an okay dude. As far as you know, he's kept his word. Rostin's been pretty chill. Maybe maybe Rostin's already eaten the guy, and we can just, like, take his hand. Maybe that's what's left. So if there is nothing else, I have much more to do. We'll see ourselves out. Good. And she's kind of, uh, watch your step as you uh, kind of weave your way through the books and uh, down. As soon as the second of you pass the door, it slams shut behind you. That went well. Better than I expected. Half expected her to want us to kill somebody. I mean, crazy snake lady. To cut off some fingers. It's better than I expected. 
All right, well, uh, let's head back to the inn and meet up with everybody else. Uh, let's not tell the monk and the priest. Tell us what? <laughs> not back yet. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> let's keep the maiming of a merchant to ourselves for now. I think that might be for the best. I like how you guys are so concerned about keeping the maiming. We're like, yeah, we're probably going to murder like 10 or 12 gangsters. Like, uh, probably our gang members. <laughs> you are sensibly a cleric of Paylor. <laughs> At this moment, you haven't done enough foul things for him to go like, hey, it's going to be cool this baby and innocent priest. <laughs> or merchant. Right. So, yeah, you get a... You're found with by... Shortly, by Barn. Who says... Wait, say the whole sentence again, because yeah. it started three times. We are found yeah. with five. You are found shortly thereafter, to the events that have occurred so far, yeah. by Barin, who says, I've made arrangements with Rahim. Uh, if you follow me to his uh, place of business with the, the money, we'll go ahead and, and settle up. I, at the very least, want to make sure that we separate the excess gold. Oh, yeah. We're not walking in there with that. Yeah. So we're only bringing in the amount needed to clear his debt. We'll squirrel away or whatever the remaining. If one of us wants to stay behind with it, I know that we all necessarily need to be there, but I definitely don't want to walk in with extra money. Okay. And once we're done with this, I'll give you guys your take of the selling. Sure. So as you approach, there is... uh, It's essentially a two-story manor house from all... Uh, intensive purposes. It doesn't actually have a physical door on it, but a, a heavy curtain uh, in the doorway. But swanky. Serving as probably better than any physical door or typical door ever could. Uh, you see the humongous form of Garl. The Hobgoblin? Uh, actually, I went back and double checked. He's an ogre. Oh. <laughs> so, I have Cortoon as the ogre. You're right, Cortoon is the ogre, Garl is the hobgoblin. Yeah, I was actually like making a list. Cortoon <laughs> is the ogre, Garl is the hobgoblin, then there was an orc and a buff human that we never got names for. Mm-hmm. They all kicked my ass. I don't remember their names because they've been punching me in the face. So we should establish, we, we set up the precedent that maybe not all of us went. Did all of us go? Do you want me to stay behind? Maybe hold some of the gold so that we're not walking in there with all our treasures. Yeah. If you were fine with that, that would make me happy. I okay. will do that. Yeah. Okay, so the three of us go then. Yes. yes. Okay. I mean, we know our propensity for getting in a fight. We need the guy that's going to heal us. Yeah, that's kind of my logic on that. <laughs> I can talk things. I can talk out of stuff and into stuff. I'm kind of a wild card. Yes. <laughs> wild card! You're a loose cannon, Drock. Wild card, <laughs> <laughs> you results. Yeah. <laughs> so, Garl says, uh, come to beg for an extension. Ask for, uh, Maybe a little, a little more line. I've already given you more than enough to hang yourself with. <laughs> he says, uh, "You, you know, I'm here to, to square things." Uh, Raheem's respecting, uh, expecting me. Uh, let us through. Uh, despite his kind of bravado, you can tell he's more than a little bit worried about the situation. Garl says, uh, "Sure, go on in." And pulls the curtain back, leading into a a large open sort of entry hall where you can see opulent ostentation. Not anything like what you used to have in the capital or back at home, 
but for a place this far out in the desert where someone had to haul this thing, probably via Kemmler uh, caravan, hundreds of miles to set it up, it's... These senses are tingling. <laughs> There's a, from a, a small study off to the side, you hear a high-pitched voice say, Is that Lunara here? Come in, come in, lad. Let's speak. As you all walk in, Garl comes and uh, sort of escorts you into Raheem's chamber. Lounging in the room, you see a human woman with uh, dark brown skin. She has black hair going down about the middle of her back. And she's wearing effectively a bikini, for lack of a better description. She has a simple um, but well-balanced dagger in her hand. And she sort of flips it up in the air, lets it rotate a few times, and then catches it by the hilt. Uh, she, her eyes are kind of heavily lidded, and she has sort of this air of boredom sort of hanging about her. Uh, as the four of you walk in, she kind of surveys the room. Uh, doesn't really seem to see anything that interests her, and then goes back to flipping her knife without any other uh, acknowledgement of your presence. Afaz uh, Rahim sits on a, a, tall ch- a tall chair behind a regular like human-sized desk, uh, laid with ledgers and stacks of coins. There's a apothecary scale there as well, and he says, Your message, Baron, said you were coming here to... Settle up. I'm sure I heard that incorrectly. Your sum was quite large when we last spoke. How's the job, by the way? Barnes says, uh, it's, it's getting better. But, uh, I came into a bit of a windfall. And it's all here. It takes the sack. Puts it on the, the table. Raheem takes a suspicious look at the bag as he kind of pulls the drawstring over uh, as coins spill out onto his desk. He says, uh, I hope you won't think me distrusting if I count it here in front of you. I've had desperate sorts attempt very unscrupulous things to me in uh, with such a large debt hanging over, hang over their head. Chocolate coins, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've tried that before. <laughs> Not with what's interest yourself, clearly. He says, clearly, you're still walking. <laughs> so he goes about and cons- counts it all out. He holds one of them up and says, uh, A strange minting. I don't recognize the sigils or the printing, but nevertheless, gold spends. He takes out one of his uh, ledger books and sort of melodramatically crosses off a, a name in there. Says, you know, Barn, I'm somewhat pleased. It's very rare I get to cross off a name in this manner without actually crossing off the man. This leaves an opportunity for future business, let's say. And he kind of grins a shitty-eating grin. Uh, Barn says, uh, thank you for the offer. Uh, Raheem, and for your patience with the payback. Uh, if you'll excuse me. And kind of gives a reluctant but respectful bow and uh, turns past uh, Garl. As the rest of you 
uh, turned to leave, he says, Now wait just a moment. If you don't mind my asking, how did a worm hmm. like Baron Lunara come up with coin in this amount in such a quick period of time? I imagine you lot have some had some hand in it. Fell off the back of a wagon. <laughs> we were lucky enough to pick it up. Ah. There's a lot of wagons. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky though you may be, you seem like a talented sort. The kind of folk who are rarely want for work, but will always make good of it when it comes their way. You know I can take a punch. <laughs> Seen that firsthand. That Why I that do. <laughs> that I do. Well, if you resourceful lot find yourself in need of a bit of coin, then I hope you'd think of me. Uh, either as a line of credit, or perhaps a bit of work. We'll keep you in mind. Uh, I suppose it's the kind of work that asking wouldn't uh, be prudent. It's a bit of a... As it comes, mm. sort of work. And then uh, it says, kind of waves you away. Garl uh, says, uh, I'll show you out. Mm. And leads you lot to the uh, door again. So regrouping. Now, 1,200 gold piece equivalent lighter. But with a great weight lifted certainly from the shoulders of Baron Lunara. When we regroup, I give everyone their... Share of the spoils, 44 gold pieces and 6 silver. Mm -hmm. uh, plus, you're each going to get 60 off the surplus. Yes. So 104? 104 and some silver. Gold? Mm -hmm. 104 four. gold and some silver, yes. Some silver? Did we have a number on the same? Shit. Um, Six. Yeah. Six silver. So over a round of drinks at the road's end, uh, later in the afternoon, Baron says, uh, well, you really, uh, y'all really came through for me there. I can't quite thank you enough, but, uh, I guess I owe you now, huh? I'd say I'm in your debt, but, uh, hopefully you're not the sort of bashers who <laughs> come calling over something like that. Well, uh, I believe the arrangement was that we're partners now. Yeah, speaking of, uh, what's the plan? Well... <laughs> We uh we've got a couple of uh prospects. The the first one involves a certain crimson grin. If you recall, we we shall we say tussled with them. Did we kick their ass? We did. Yeah. Well, there are a few asses remaining to be kicked. Uh should they be kicked, we might get a a good spot out of it. But so we still have that necklace heist that would also get us a house. Yeah. But we have not really worked on that one. In a while. Uh, well, I don't know you, but I like not had worked on it like three days since we went into the tunnel because I was immediately. I was working on it before we left. Yes, but since our journey into the tunnels, we sort of put that on the back burner. But now that we're back, we might be able to reconsider that if we're still looking for a house that might get us it. To be fair, I was trying to solve the problem when we returned to Raven. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I was actively trying to solve the problem. But then we kind of made a spectacle of ourselves. Wow. Yeah. We made a spectacle of ourselves. A spectacle. So, okay, you're not the only one that can't talk today. Yeah, do we? Do we want. Two houses or just one? One. Well, you see, you want the one that you live in and then you want your rental property because then you get the income and you can pay off the mortgage on the other one. And that's, that's a. We I flip mean, one of them. Yeah, it's not a bad setup. <laughs> um, well, 
for variety of purposes, I still want to get the necklace. I think we need to wait, since we just made a big spectacle of ourselves appearing there. Um, I mean, at least a week, if not longer. Uh, In the meantime, we might be able to figure out some of this time stuff. Tiny wimey. Tiny wimey. <laughs> we're not attached to time stuff. Being attacked by creatures stuff. Sort of weird, right? Yeah, what'd you guys find out? Apparently the thing we saw was a thing that needs socks. The missing ones. The ones you lose when you're trying to do your laundry. Um, wear socks. But apparently they're supposed to be a lot smaller. They're, legend has it that they exist in the spaces between. And they prey on lost things. Memories. Generally socks, people. Um, generally socks. There's your t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, generally Most socks. Of the times they... Um, they shouldn't be as big as the one we saw, which indicates that it has something it's regularly feeding on to have attained such a size. Okay. There is the possibility that that thing was why the inevitable was there, and the inevitable might have been the thing that saved us from it. Mm. That was my theory. Mm. It's Drock's theory, which is not a bad theory, based on the very, very little we know. So, we're just dropping this inevitable thing like everybody knows what that is. Do we actually know what that is? I explained it. He explained it last time. Okay. Um, that the... Uh, can, do, you, do you remember the explanation, or do you need to recap it for you? Like, I, like Brent has a general remembrance of that, okay. but does Farron. Yeah, it was literally like a day ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Eric's explained it a day ago, okay. so Farron probably still remembers it, especially since based on what we've been through, it's not something you just forget. Okay. Alright, then, well, is it something that you think we have to deal with? I don't know. I've never encountered something like this. The fact that, I mean, we haven't, we've hung out for a day and haven't seemed to snap back, so... No news would, is good news? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't think we're just going to suddenly snap back out of time at this point, but... The fact that we did it all is of concern to me. Um, plus, if we could figure out how to do it again, that could be of use. True. Yeah. Well, the fact that there's a mechanism down there that sort of seems to be responsible for this could explain why this thing is so much larger, because now we know that there's something that can, like, unstick people. But we know people haven't been going down there in enough quantities to continuously feed this thing. Maybe. We were the first ones that have been through there in a long while. Through that... Part of it, did, I mean, I could be remembering incorrectly, but didn't it I... seem like there was a portion of that that was, like, more recently accessed than the rest of it? The bulk of the tunnels you went through seemed ancient. Right. Uh, but the area around, especially like within two chambers of the machine, uh -huh. seemed pristine and brand new. That's what but, I thought. But that could have been magic keeping it there. Could have been, yeah. I mean, th that thing clearly had the ability to manipulate time. Mm -hmm. It itself could have been locked in time. And it locked us in time when we activated it. Okay, yeah, maybe. I mean, something that can manipulate time doesn't seem that strange to me to always appear new. Mm. And the fact that everything that led us into that chamber in itself seemed undisturbed mm. would indicate to me that the chamber itself was also undisturbed, because it wouldn't have been able to get the discs. Well, yeah, okay. <clears throat> Clearly, it was usually some type of sacrifice, since there were heaps of bodies, humanoids. Hmm. So there's some type of dark ritual going on there. I mean, there's definitely more to this. And I don't know about you, I'm curious. Partly for our own safety, partly for our benefit, and partly just curiosity. It was weird. 
Yeah. There was I mean, and I've had some weird things happen to me. He like indicates yeah. his face. Weird is putting it mildly. We were attacked yeah. by statues. Yes, I rode a statue as it moved. That does not happen to regular people. I hit it with a hammer. We did. It was very good. It was cool. So, um, that's more or less what we discovered. We have to pay off the debt. Uh, we can. Drock and I will. We got to talk to a merchant about a thing. Yeah, we got to do a thing. Okay. So. Drock and I will find that merchant and get the debt cleared. Um, I'd like to get back to trying to steal a necklace, but I think we need to let it sit for at least a week. Okay. Well, it sounds like we got stuff to do in the meantime. And if you guys want to look into the Crimson Grin to see if that's a better avenue to get a house sooner, or if we just want to stick with the deal we already have. I mean, two houses isn't the worst thing. We can try to get more information regardless. Yeah, we should at least try to scout. Plus, those guys, if, from what you said... It looks like we may have beef with them already anyway. Yeah. Well, alright. All right. <clears throat> okay, so. As. Karen, why don't you make a wisdom check for me real quick? 18 plus 3. Alright. Uh, you remember that your, uh, your, your week is almost up and your dues are due. Um. In the not too distant future. So, was there a nice convenient spot around the bar that I could uh, leave my dues? There is, in fact, about a block away, there's a, uh, a little dead drop there. So you've got some keys. Mm-hmm. You've got the coin. Yes. And what's your secret going to be? I don't know. Okay. Um, we have lots of secrets. <laughs> we have nothing. All right, I'm going to consult machine. with my there's real game. There's a machine game. under this town that will unlock you from time. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't want, I don't want to drop that one. Yeah, that's a pretty big secret. It does need to be a good secret, but I, sh- I don't think we should show all our cards or anything like that. Yeah. Just saying, we have secrets. We do. What's a good one that I could uh, drop? Hmm. Without screwing up our plans or anything like that. What about stuff about... Ah, what's his name? Rafaj? Yeah, Raheem. Oh, you mean Raheem? Yeah, like maybe like the out, like the. He's not exactly a secret. Mm. No, like maybe the layout of his. Oh, he's got this opulence. He surely shows it off. Mm. You don't know we have any secrets about him. Maybe a secret about the old city. We've explored there at least a little bit. What secrets? I mean, I think it's the slender man, for lack of a better word. There's um, ancient strangers. <clears throat> strangers. Um, they seem like a known quantity already, and we discovered nothing about them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could say that there's a <laughs> score of corpses from the Crimson Grin out there. I mean, that technically is a secret. It was a non-zero amount. There were yeah. ritual sacrifices in the sewer system under the old city. That's giving away the secret they don't want to give away, though. And if we're going to go back and down into the sewer in order to investigate the machine, or investigate any of those other turns and tunnels that we didn't go down, we might not want any other activity down there. But, I mean, I guess you could say a good secret is a... Uh, I, like, I kind of like the corpses. A, yeah, a cadre of Crimson Grin were slaughtered in the old city. Somebody yeah. killed a bunch of gang members. We know they're weak. Yeah, that's a good secret. Who could it be? Yeah, that, that <laughs> might actually be? be a good secret because what if the sisterhood wanted to move in on some territory or something? Maybe mm-hmm. they could get that and we can get a regular house. But that was a few days ago, wasn't it? So you remember that uh, the bartender actually told you that rumors were that the Crimson Grin had met an ill fate within the old city, mm-hmm. some members of them. Uh, so if you'd have to give a little more detail than that for your... They were slaughtered by a first wild group of newcomers. Yeah. <laughs> ooh. Ooh, ooh. 
You could lie and say a vampire was involved. Or maybe my secret is there is a vampire in town. Yeah, there's a vampire in town. There's a vampire in town with a heart of gold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 25 gold. I'm going to leave one of the non-magic keys. Thank you. Okay. And my secret is going to be that there is a vampire within shade. Mm. Mm. Okay, I like it. Selling out, Rostin. Sorry, dude. Somehow, like, they're the fucking monster squad. They're like, okay, this is Hunt Down this Vampire. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I love that movie. Oh, Monster Squad's awesome. You're welcome, John, for never making you watch that. What's up? Monster Squad. Oh, isn't that what we watched on uh, your birthday there? No, that was Underworld. Okay. <laughs> they're so similar. Well, yes, but. <laughs> Man, I could have gone the rest of my life not having seen Underworld 4, like, or even knowing of its existence, but. There's a four. That's what oh, I said. <laughs> There's a five and a six on the way. Sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> Five's in production. The last, I, the last thing I read, it was due out in early January. I am morbidly curious. But why? Because <laughs> they make money and people like them. Fair. All I right. tend to be in that category. That's a very fertile narrative landscape that they haven't quite remined yet. <laughs> I won't say they're good. I will say I enjoyed the first one. They're entertaining, like which to me is, they're entertaining to me specifically and other people, but they're making enough money to keep making them. Run with it. Okay. So did you guys want to inquire about your quarry? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, make a couple of persuasion checks to ask around. Ooh, I'll do that. Oh, well, Just one of us or do you want both of us to do it? Uh, both of you. Good. Got a couple? Because my first one was shit. Ten? Nope. Uh, ten? You got a little bit of that. Okay. Eighteen and fourteen. Okay. Actually, you said a couple, though. No, just Two. make one. Each of you make one. Oh. oh so then eighteen. Oh, okay. Um... That was the first one. So drunk. Someone says, uh, Vargas? Oh, yeah, I love that guy. He, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, one of the few that'll brave the southern, the summer storms to bring stuff out here. Oh. Great. He's, like, he's got a, uh, getting exactly what you asked for. Uh, so he'll be able to, so he lends a hand when he can. <laughs> Drock says that and Eric just actually laughs like oh my god but which yeah. one is the question no this is going to be like Arrested Development you know what I like about him he's a straight shooter who does business with a firm handshake <laughs> that is good that is good good to know and we spiral down alright uh, Eric the you, person you talked to says uh yeah, Vargas really can come through. He, the, he's kind of the guy you go for, go to merchant-wise, really for something in particular. Uh, there's not a few people who have moved to Shade and have a few, you know, like proclivities, or you want to, you want something, a certain something from home. Uh, Vargas can always come through for you. Uh, they say he's connected down uh, in the capital somehow, but uh, he seems a nice enough fellow to me. Laying it on, John. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do you know where he is? We could, we'd like to place him. There's a a bit of a hole in the wall, uh, not too far from here. They call it the uh, the Buzzard's Belly. It's his uh his main port of call. When he's not, you know, donating at the orphanage, that is, you know, mm-hmm. the wizard, <laughs> volunteering the, the widow, at the hospital. Widows and orphans. Yeah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I mean, he did, did stiff 
a shy, you know, that's not nice. <laughs> I'm sure he had bad intentions about that. You know, what's going to be telling us if we live in a setting where pans can be grown back by priests? Yeah. <laughs> you should have brought him along. You can't grow hands back yet. Damn it. Mm. Can't I? I think I, I, think a, I can, actually. I, no. I, I think I have access to a spell that will let you regenerate a limb. But yeah, I, think, I don't think you have it at third level, though. I, I might, let me check. Seems like, it sounds like a pither. No, because, like, a limb is minor. Like, I have an idea. What if we wore the red bandanas, like the crimson grin? Then we exact our vengeance wearing those. Oh, so I was already going to make myself look like a pop goblin that belongs to us. So then people think it's the Crimson Grin and those guys are bad. I like that, though. We make ourselves look like the Crimson Grin when we attack Vargas. Okay. This is a pissing off for heat. We're going to piss off the guys that already don't like us. <laughs> it's win-win. <laughs> so, um, do we... Are we gonna, should we plan it or are we going to save that until because I got a whole lot of sleep spell and invisibility. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's go ahead. Are you? No. Okay. I'm getting. Uh, I'm getting the red light over here. Uh, <laughs> so, join us. Join us next time on the Dive of the Days podcast, where larceny, murder, and maiming are abound <laughs> in the city of Shade. Thank you all for listening, and. As always, please let us know how we're doing at Gmail. Sorry, dice at gmail.com or at dice on Twitter. Uh, let us know if, or leave a comment or like on SoundCloud. Just generally kind of give us some feedback. We appreciate it. And we spread that love to our players who get some sh uh, shout outs. If you uh, think they're doing well, they get inspiration and some bonus XP. So we're never sort of doing XP behind the scenes here, but they are clamoring for it. The, the ravenousness in their eyes for this bonus XP. Dear yes, God, please. please. <laughs> I don't know how much longer they let me live without this sweet, sweet bonus XP. So, uh... Shout out! Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time.